This goes out to everybody in the struggle. I just want to let you know that there's hope, man. It's all about changing the game. So you could choose to struggle all your life, or you could choose to do it right. Matter of fact, just let me know what you plan on doing. Talk to him real quick. It impacts your everyday life Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court Why not sports? Hey Why not sports? Yeah Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court Why not sports? Hey Why not sports? D-Murph You a fool for this one (laughs) Yeah What's going on, everybody? This the big homie D-Murph with another edition, a great edition of Why Not Sports with yours truly. Hey, y'all, I'm back with my dog, y'all. You know what I'm saying? It's that summer vacation slash Big Roy just, you know, promoting himself. You know, Big Roy got a lot of stuff up his sleeve, but y'all already know. I got my dog, everybody's dog, Big Roy Boy, turn up, bro. What's going on, dog? What's good, bro? Hey, man. We we back at it again, bro. Yes, sir. Back up in the lab. <clears throat> yeah, man. And it's interesting, man, because people are like, what's up with, with you and Big Roy, bro? I said, what you mean? I said, like, well, we can't be having Big Roy. He's been skipping weeks. I said, Big Roy is a busy man. Just like I'm a busy man. And And, and listeners, there's no beef. You know, just being honest, you know, the podcast come and go. As we've discussed, me and Big Roy are gonna be around for a good while. A very good while. So and we've and it's actually one week in July that we both actually got something we had to do. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, ah, but we got something for y'all, so no worries, no concerns. But how how was your weeks, man? Like 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 you enjoying this heat? No, but um, <laughs> you know man, it's been hot. You know it's been raining lately, so we ain't yes. been having to cool down lately a little yes. bit. But yeah, good call. As of yesterday, maybe it's back. But uh, I've been good. Uh, I got my weekdays back, afternoons oh, back. You, you know go. what I mean? So I've been I've been locked in with the no weekend with no pretty much no weekend no weekday for the last two months. So nice. 
this first week my first week back having to see the afternoon and at four or five o'clock and having to see actually be able to ride around the afternoons and be able to do stuff so yeah it's been an adjustment moving things back into my afternoon life and you know what i mean but i'm yeah. getting there taking care of things one by one but that's the, i'm just happy to have it back because you know i was missing a lot of time a lot of stuff that i would like to do i couldn't do it no more but kind of yeah. getting back to it that's real so that's the best part of my week right there you know have my afternoons back you know so Thankful for that, you know. So it's the small things that count. It sir. is. It is. You don't value how much you just miss. A, you you actually walk outside your house around five o'clock and you <laughs> do what you want to do. You right, know, don't right, have to be at right, work. Right, you know, till right, right. you know ten thirty eleven at night. But yeah, I'm grateful for that. You know, but other than that, man, you know, uh, get ready to start up flag football next week. You know, hey. next Tuesday I think is the first game. I think so. Hey. Prepping for that, getting the mind right for that, the body getting back right for that. But other than that, man, I've been good. I've been good, man. Good week. Good you know week. I mean? Very good week. Okay, okay. Well, you, you said something that was key. It was raining. Yeah, it was. So, and my listeners that have been rocking with me, y'all know how I've been Mr. Lawn Care ish. It ain't raining enough. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dog, because of this heat. Man, and I know we were talking about it a few episodes ago, and I'm going to just kind of recap. But, yeah, definitely a sprinkler system is something that um, is going to come in handy. Because mm-hmm. um, between the sun and his work schedule I got, it's a conflict of interest. <laughs> so I got to figure something out ASAP. But other than that, we've been pretty good, man. As I've told you, a lot of moves behind the scenes that um, I will elaborate soon. But definitely check out my IG. Was able to link up with a few dope speakers, certified speakers that's traveling the country, man, just talking mm-hmm. and giving me nuggets and gems and letting me know, okay, far as your brand and far as you speaking, look at it like this, do this, or add to this from what you know what I'm doing, of course, with your support. So definitely excited about that. So definitely check the IG out. And then also one of the IGs, I had some dreads. So I don't think you've seen that post yet, but I end up for work. We had a twin day. So one of my peers <laughs> and I'm, I'm not going to disguise my voice, but when I first got with that company, she was one of the ones that gave me a hard time because, you know, I went to Nashville and a lot of extensive intense training. She was like, Oh, you're an external. You're not going to make it. So, from her giving me a hard time at the beginning, I know my list like Mercy was doing that because whatever. But my point is, there's one of my good good peers and and very supportive uh, and been helping me make that transition as a quote unquote external someone that was hired from the outside in that position to now part of the family. So shout out to her. But yeah, she was like Murphy. She has an accent in a way. She's like Murphy. You need to be my twin. I kind of looked at her like. Why me? But then I said, why not me? And yes, and with thumb, two thumbs up. So, yeah. end up having the same shirt. End up uh, having some dreads. So, yeah, check check that check that out as well, big dog. You get a minute. See your boy right. with some dreads, man. <laughs> yeah, man. They was like, Murphy, bring your beard out more. Like, you got any like deep roots? I'm like, I'm sure I do. <laughs> My pops had dreads for a minute, too, back in the uh, late 80s. But um, this makes episode 85, man. Episode 85. Change the game, bruh. Man, shout out to man to, to 
So that that gentleman, man, that that just laced us with that dope track, and just man laced it down. And the young lady that sung, of course, her name is uh, Miss Rachel. So Nehemiah, mm-hmm. Nehemiah. There you go, Nehemiah, and the young lady that sung, of course, is Miss Rachel. So shout out to them two for lacing us with that dope track, helping us bring in episode eighty-five change. The game. So who you got, big dog, for that that player or that number? What does it signify for you? Uh, you know me, I'm a football guy. You oh, okay, know, so I'm yeah, gonna yes, stick, stick with the football field. Copy that. Uh, Ocho Cinco, originally known as Chad Johnson. Ocho Cinco, that's um, that's a good. One. Yeah, it is. Uh, Chad Johnson. If I had to compare somebody to Chad Johnson's game right now. In the, who has a similar game right now in the NBA, in the NFL? I can say he reminds me of a DeAndre Hopkins. You talk about pure the footwork prime of the game. You ever see Chad Johnson make some of the sideline catches with the toes down and the toes in the end zone? Did you resemble that right now to what DeAndre Hopkins is doing? Yeah. It's kind of like neck and neck. Right? Right. That right. footwork right. is unbelievable. Right. You know, That's Chad right. Johnson more was a soccer player, so he got his footwork from soccer and all that right. stuff like that. DeAndre Hopkins more of a natural just comes with his game. Right. You know, but if I had to re- say a resemblance, you know, I think DeAndre Hopkins is a better could be going to be a better player than De- uh, Chad Johnson. But a resemblance of the game, I would say Chad Johnson and DeAndre Hopkins has their similar characteristics and skill sets with crazy catches, footwork. Incredible hands, you know. Uh, that sounds like features that changed the game. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And yeah. plus, naming yourself Ocho Cinco changed the game too. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, is this fake? Yeah. This is hashtag Man. fake news. Ocho Cinco, Chad Johnson had a, a, a hell of a career, though. Not uh, even talking about the things he did off the field and on the field when he was doing the things, the celebrations. He changed the game in celebrations, you know, to the way the league is now, mostly because of the stuff he was doing, but. Um, I'm gonna call him Chad Johnson because I don't like saying Ocho Cinco like that. Chad Johnson, he uh, came out of Oregon State. Uh, he's a second round pick. What people don't realize, what feel to realize sometimes. He, he went high in his Yeah, he was high, for a high second round pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, not even high, really. He was like mid, midway through the second round, twenty oh, twenties okay. and thirties actually in a second round pick out of Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, had a. <sighs> I wouldn't say who day nation, yeah, not who that up and down career, but he put up some nice. He's over. He put up some nice stats. He's over a ten thousand yard receiving receiver with no. Well, I guess Carson Palmer. You could say Carson Palmer was his best quarterback of his time. But that's what I'm saying. He did that many. He had that many yards with who was a quarterback? Yeah, Carson Palmer. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he was a quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, right, I'm just trying to see was he there throughout his career though. If not, he must have had basically to have ten thousand yards without really having like a solid quarterback like a Brady, you know what I mean, or Peyton Manning. That's that's huge. Well, it was at least four or five seasons. Chad put up ridiculous numbers out there in Cincinnati. So that's uh, true. it was kind of. It kind of adds up pretty quickly. You average Good 50, point. 15 on the yards. Yeah, times five. Yeah. That's, uh, you can add that up real quick. 7,500. Like I said, over no. six to 7,000 yeah. yards that quick. Three. You know, yep, so. 7,500, 1,500 times five. But uh, he played with the Bengals, the Patriots, the Dolphins, and uh, 
two C two CFL teams, you know. So that's counting the football league. We don't know. Uh, six time Pro Bowl, three three time All Pro, second team All Pro one time. He led the league in receiving yards in two thousand six. Over uh, sixty five career touchdowns. Um, you know, Chad Johnson's career took a change when he uh, couldn't work out. With the New England Patriots, with the when he had signed that contract, things wouldn't wouldn't shake you there. He they thought he was going to be a new version of Randy Moss. or we're not Randy Moss deal when he came there, but it didn't turn out to that. The system didn't fit him at all. Didn't have a good correlation with Brady on, on the field, you know. But he left there and went to Miami, and uh, I think he went to, came into Miami in his best shape of his life. You can tell he was in his some best shape of his motivated. life. He was motivated mm-hmm. to show prove who he was. I'm talking about the guy. Lost thing like nine pounds and just per, added pretty muscle to it. You can tell how quicker he was with his food work. Then the domestic case happened and that changed his whole career. Yep, his career never been the same since then. Oh, um, now that changed the game. That changed for him. the game merely, you know. Yep. So on the flip side, on the spot, he was in the spotlight with a you know celebrity girlfriend. All that just got took away from one bad decision, you know. So. Goes to tell you, man, you got to make sure you do things off the field the correct way because just like that, things can be taken away from you that can change your whole life till today. So, and that's it. He's a prime example. His life hasn't been the same since that one it hasn't. night, you know, so. It hasn't been the same. <laughs> and her life hasn't been the same, same either. Same either, you know, so. That's interesting. Chad Johnson. And I'm just thinking out loud. It's just like, okay, both of them were together, him and Miss Evelyn. And they both still in unstable relationships. I think she ended up getting divorced again, or the 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 most recent, you know, father of her child. They're no longer together. Yeah, I think she was with somebody. With, I think Carl Crawford. Mm-hmm. That didn't work. The guy for the baseball league. Mm-hmm. I forgot mm-hmm. who he played for. I mean, but that's did. interesting though. Like, or oh, is it really Chad Johnson, or was it you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, it just gives you something to think about, yeah. especially when after relationship after relationship. Well, with Chad Johnson, that was him because that's domestic violence. Well, true abuse and all true, that. True, you know, so true, that's for true, sure true, him. True, true. But he owned up to his mistakes. He owned up to his. Right. He took blame for all that as he should have did. You know, but. Changed his life since then His football career And all that Never been the same Endorsements All that yeah. Never been the same Yeah cause Think about it Will anybody invest in you If they feel like Any given moment You can, can be, be put, Yeah be abusive Say whether it's physically Or verbally Abusive You are a brand That's another example You are a brand People pay you for you And who you are In most cases Or in most instances And that's another example Well now you Showing you are like this, we're not going to pay you. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> so, and it's sad. But on another note, like my dog said, he a football guy. I'm just, I'm just a small forward trying to play a linebacker position. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to BTG, the '85 Bears, big dog. I had being from the Midwest, having that rugged, that dog, that bark, that bite. 85 Bears, man, went 15-1 in a regular season. Beat the Giants. Basically just, man, they didn't even let them score. The Rams didn't even score until the Super Bowl against the Patriots, 46-10. to 10. Wow. 85 Bears. Only average. They, the opponents only averaged 12 points. That's it. That wasn't even two touchdowns. 
That's the best defensive season for a football team still to today. They only scored. They averaged 12 points in that season. Any opponent that faced that 85 Bears defense. Look it up, y'all. Look it up. Anytime you say 85 Bears, you know the meaning behind that, you know. You went out even name dropping the players on that team. I, I didn't even name. That's why I said you didn't name drop none of the people because mm-hmm. we got some Hall of Famers out there. But it just that's just unheard of, you know. Even in today's game, you wow. Like I said, the greatest defensive season a team ever had still still today, hands down. So yeah, like I said, back to back shutouts, and then blew out the Patriots forty six to ten. Man, if they would have went undefeated, that ain't no tell. They probably ranked them number one of all time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, shout out to them. Of course, notables Walter Payton. They say the sweetness. I think they had the sweetness. <laughs> See, I don't even remember what uh, they called. I'm gonna look the, it up. Uh, Mike Singletary is out there, I think. Too. Yep, yeah, Richard Dent. Yeah. Remember, I told you about Richard Dent. Yeah, man. <laughs> Yeah, told y'all a couple episodes a while back about Richard. Yeah, yeah, the sweetness. Yep, yep. I'm back to my bad. I'm just thinking. Yep, the sweetness. Have to double check. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, they uh, they had they had uh, yeah, that's a Hall of Fame team. I think in 2007 they was ranked the second best all time Super Bowl team back in 2007. Second best makes sense. It makes plenty of sense. And I'm sure in 2018 they probably still be in. The, if not, they might even go to number one. Ain't no telling, but they still in the top three. And it's argue. Arguably, yeah, they could probably always stay top two. Mm-hmm. And then the Bears uh, Central, they're number one. <laughs> so, shout out to the 85 Bears, man. Just wanted to throw that out there. And Mike Dicker, of course, was the head coach. Yes, he was. Can't forget about Mike Dicker, another hard-nosed player that – no, actually, he was a hard-nosed player for the Bears. He played. He was their linebacker back in, I think, the fifties and the sixties, if I'm not mistaken. And carried what he learned on the field to coaching that team to be one of the best. So shout out to him. All right, y'all. Well, in other sports news, don't 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 like a little sports segment. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot to start. Of course, you know, we got the uh, the World Cup, which has been on for a while now. But I want to definitely give a shout-out to one of the players, Ahmed Musa. Became the first African player to even score, to ever score multiple games in consecutive World Cups. Goal! Hmm. And then they do their little, you know, like airplane motion and stuff like that. That's legit, though. Yeah, it's exciting time in football. It's season right now. Yeah. You know, everybody, yeah. everybody, you see everybody around town walking around with the jerseys on, the Mexico jersey or whatever jerseys they want to wear. Yeah. So, and, and that's big. And it's, it's the best. World Cup is big. And that's the only time of the year I really watch soccer. You know, right. catch me second Well, football, as you, you said. Know, football. <laughs> you know, but I enjoy it. This is uh, it's exciting, especially when you score a goal. Score a goal. It's exciting how to see how that whole stadium erupts, you know, so. Yep. Yep, you know, that's real, big brother. That is real. And another thing, too, man, um, it was something interesting that caught my attention a couple of weeks back that when you think of shortstops, who you think of in, in, in Major League? Who was the shortstop? Was it A-Rod a shortstop? 
A Rod shortstop, right? That's mm-hmm. that's the name I just stick forever. A Rod, because I didn't have A Rod jersey, but A <laughs> Rod just always sticks out to me. Alex Rodriguez. And it's interesting you say that. And you're like, man, A Rod. So it was a gentleman on the Yankees. How ironic is that? Hmm. That hit multiple home runs. And his name is Gregorus. D.D. Gregorus. <laughs> Yep, he became the first shortstop in franchise history to tally three multi-homer games. And they're still playing in the regular season. Yeah. I mean, I mean, to do that is a, is a remarkable thing. And you just said A-Rock. As I say, you, you think about the people he's had to look up to in that, in that stadium and see their name on that, on that walls hanging up. So, you know... He can't say he's gonna live up to a, live up to a rods right or now. Or even Derek Jeter was a rod yeah. a third baseman. That's why I couldn't I couldn't remember. I can't remember. I think a yeah, rod was a third baseman because Derek well, Jeter was a little small, little quicker guy in the yeah, middle. So yeah, I think so Jeter was, was shortstop. Yeah, but still, my point is, yeah, you don't think of Gregorus. Yeah, I think it was Jeter though. Jeter was yeah, it was Jeter shortstop. A rod was a third baseman. Yeah. But still, my listeners, they like, okay, Merv, yeah, you knew we was talking to y'all. Yes, we knew <laughs> listeners. That's why, you know, we put our head together and we corrected it. Corrected it. Oh, my goodness. But we, we made the solution. We fixed it ASAP. So, yeah, that, I thought that was an interesting fact. Look it up. And they still got more season to go. So, D.D. Gregorius, shout out to you, brother, for three multi-homer games up until this point. And it was a young lady. 14-year-old tennis player, Miss Corey, Corey Goff. She becomes the youngest champion in the French Open since 1994. It seems like these tennis players are getting younger and younger every like yeah. two to three years. 14-year-old, look it up, man. Young sister out here, Corey Goff. It's like you you, you see your story all, more than a couple times a year about 11-year-old, 14-year-old, 12-year-old. Crazy, ain't it? Into the French Open, <laughs> like you still in middle school. Like, what do you mean you're in the professional French Open or something like that? But hey, if you that good, man, go for it. Yeah, yeah, man. It's uh, it, like I said, it's, it's definitely a lot of things going on, man. And of course, you know, there's another brother that's you know made history, Mr. Saya Kalasi. He made history by becoming South Africa's first black rugby captain is this a look it up moment starting off the show mm-hmm. that's changing the game that's the title of the show right D-Murray would you play rugby man I play I have the athleticism to play <laughs> now would I have the IQ to play and be solid mm, nah the you big homie let's just tackle football with no pads <laughs> with big you know these Samoan guys or you know these guys are Thick guys out there, you know. So. And I said on the last show, shout out to Go D, shout out to Q for holding us down. I said that's why I play. And I even told you this: I didn't play football because I'm ready to retaliate. If you pop <laughs> me, I'm ready to fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. But in basketball, guess what? I can shoot free throws. It's in the momentum shift. You know what I'm saying? I can take a deep breath. Inhale, exhale, and then get back to playing. But football, you gotta absorb that hit. And I don't do absorption well, especially when I don't get nothing from it. And my <laughs> listeners laughed at me last week, and they're laughing at me this week. But I'm just being real. So, no, to answer your question, no, no rugby for me. Me too. 
<laughs> yeah, big dog. So, um, yeah, I know we talked about also the home team, the Astros, doing their thing. Yeah, Astros. Well, maybe like the last month, really, or a couple weeks, been playing incredible baseball. Uh, happened to go on over a twelve game winning streak, do you remember, yep, yep, for a while, yep. and that was while they were on the road. You know, so that's, that's hats off to them. That was on the on the road when they pulled that stuff off. So, uh, playing real good baseball. I think Jason Jason Verlander and Garrett Cole are right now killing it. You know, that's the two star pitchers right now. Well, you uh, know, again, they brought him from the Midwest, man. <laughs> oh, Verlander, shout out to the Midwest, man. Yeah, Being biased again, uh, he killing it right now. And uh, I think our shows were the first team to win fifty games this year. You know, so back to back World Series challenge are looking like they prime for another. Running that title, so back to back. Look out for the home team. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're trying to make a game in the next couple of months. No. I think we should, though, man. Especially, I'm, I'm a, yeah, I'm gonna look into. But it's that. too hot. Yeah, you know, I can't at least put it like this. I won't be able to take the kids during the day. Oh no, I was deeper. I wouldn't even go. Saying let's go to a twelve o'clock game. You yeah, know? yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know. I'm more gonna find me a 7:30, 8 o'clock game. There you go. You know, behind the behind this when the sun starts settling, you know, yeah, you can do that. But nah, you ain't gonna keep me no one o'clock kickoff, yeah. tip up, uh, tip off, none of that. Yeah, because I mean? uh, mama be like, you're not taking my boys out there. Especially they, in Houston, with you know, nah, nah, nah. cheeks be red and dehydrated. Nah, she's not gonna have <laughs> nah, and not for no baseball game. But yeah, to your point, but yeah, that is something we we definitely have to do this year, man. I will say this. Make an attempt to go to a game and just kind of talk about it and get some get some footage for our listeners out there. Man, it's a lot going on before we even talk about our normal topics or sports. Man, is you know Mr. Dana White end up collabing? Not collabing, but he has Greg Hardy, which is a former Cowboy. You know he's in MMA now. Yeah, and I seen Greg Hardy fight with a footage of it. Yep, for, yep, for yep. 35 seconds of the last one, however long he knocked that dude out. Yeah, and his name was Austin Lane, sir. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, another former football player. So shout out to Oh Hardy. Like, hey, once an athlete, always an athlete, right? Yeah, maybe he found a sport that he can be, express himself like he wants. But he was doing that in football, but that was the wrong sport. Yeah, oh, Greg Hardy was a dominant player when he was with the Carolina <laughs> Panthers. Like he was a dominant player, but things off the field that exactly. got him to yep. where he is now. But he looked, he looked, he. I mean, he looked like he was in good, pretty good shape. You know, when he, I seen the, the little fight he had with the footage of it. You know, yep. but there was a cold little knockout to get it too. So, dog, again, <laughs> look out for Greg Hardy in the UFC. For real, though, man. yeah, bro, that dude, look like he could be real violent. Yes, sir. And like I said, it's a lot of things. It's a lot of things. It's a lot. It's a lot of things going on. Again, y'all gotta bear with me, man. Hey, when we record, man, I just I be having all type of thoughts and things going in my head to where you know just making it make sense. And I'm, and I'm pausing just for a little bit. It's a it's a young man. He's twelve. And he's seven foot. And I believe his name is Oliver Rue or Oliver Rue. And last name spelled R I O U X. Look it up. First name O L I V I E R. So Oliver Rue. 
or roll? Roll. <laughs> roll. Crazy you say look it up, because I did look that up when I seen it and I read about that story. Uh, oh, Caesar, thank you. You're welcome. You thank know, you for seeing. Listen to see My dog got me. Seven foot. The Changing dude, the game. The dude, just like a monster out there over those other kids. Like Kids. And you see that he just standing there. He's not jumping. He's just blocking not shots. He's not, <laughs> he's not even... And think about it, he don't look really coordinated yet to play a sport yet. You know, so until he gets somebody a good coaching around him and somebody to develop his body the way he needs to be, oh man, the sky's a ceiling for that guy. Sky's a ceiling, you know, so that's going to be interesting to keep up with that guy because seven foot. Change the game. 12th grade, I mean 12, 12 years, years old. old. I don't know what those feet him. Some say genetics, but no, that's, that's something different. He going, he he gonna be Sean Bradley ish. The thing is, like I say, you think is he done? Like, cause yeah, you can't grow no. I mean, you can. Cause usually you hit your growth when in between middle school and high school. That's when you hit your growth peak. You know, man. And what what is is he done? Is he gonna be seven six? Y'all mingish? What are you gonna be? I like, mean, like, right now he better not get dunked on. Cause Sean Bradley <laughs> and y'all mean got dunked on a lot. Oh man! So hey. I'm just saying, you know, just don't think that people are gonna stay intimidated by the hype that long. I think it brings more out of people when they see guys like that. They're like, let me see, can I, you know, yeah. Vince Carter of the world, Trace McGrady of the world, like, come on, that's what they was thinking when they could try to duck over and Kobe Bryant dunked on Yao Ming too. So what do you, yes sir, you kind of like, you know, get yourself hyped up for stuff like that. You can I dunk on this dude? Vince Carter easily did. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah, Trace McGrady easily did. Yes, sir. Kobe did easily on the side. Uh, yes, sir. You know, so. yes, sir. You already, you already know, big dog. <laughs> you already know. And now the JBA. So the JBA, for those who don't know, is basically the next professional level. It's basically a league. It's an alternative league for young athletes who want to play as a pro without having to play in the NCAA. And this league is founded by other than Mr. LeVar Ball. And LaMelo signed his contract with him. Big baller brand. And I'm getting just well, Lamelo had to because he had nothing else to fall back on at the moment since going undrafted. Uh, yes, sir. But I mean, shout out to Lavar, man, giving guys opportunity to still play basketball. That's, That's the true. best thing I see about the situation. Uh, maybe it opens the door for maybe G League or NBA down the road, but at least he's giving guys certain opportunities to play the game. You know, and get some type of experience. You know, true. So. That's a good look on Mr. LeVar on that part. You but know? from my point, it's kind of like, forget education. Yeah. I just need you to hoop. Yeah. Then it's the money side of it, too, that comes into effect some type of way. You know. You already you know. know so. <laughs> you already know. Just yeah. being real. That's yeah, why the first thing I thought, like, dude, you already took your kids out of UCLA. So mm-hmm. education for you or knowledge and helping them get Excel. And like I said on the last show, you don't have to go to school to have an education. But I don't personally think that he pushes education. I think it's like hoop and play ball, and we'll figure out everything later. Yeah, that's, you can exactly tell that's the mindset. So okay, so I'm not tripping. No, you're not. Okay, I'm just making sure because yeah. if I'm tripping, you can call me out, and I will accept. More like ball is life for him. So you know, <laughs> oh, literally. Yeah, that's what it is with him. You know, so 
But he he's changing the game with that JBA though. Yeah, giving yeah. giving guys that opportunity, man, yeah. for sure. And man, it's just you know it's one of those things, man, that you know I, I I'm just you know glad that I, I was able to get that NCAA experience, and I was telling you know a few people at the event that I was at how I think what sets us apart from other sports shows is that not only were we successful as student athletes, but we carried those things that we learned into the real world and that gives us that happy balance. So we actually are doing what we say, which helps us excel, but I'm still thinking of those guys that might not understand a business aspect of what they're doing. So later on in life, it's kind of like, oh, what's next? Mm-hmm. We was able to soak and gain from that knowledge. And like I said, y'all, we haven't even reached what we want to talk about yet. But shout out to Brooks Copa. For those who don't know who that is, they're like, Merv, you talking about the U.S. Open out? Yep. That's because the big homie, that's what I do. <laughs> Second straight year winning the U.S. Open. So, yep. Brooks Copa. I wish I could get into golf more. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm sure I wish I can get into it. I mean, I got I was watching last night, uh, just the highlights from Sports Center, and they were talking about some tee shot. I can't remember somebody shot with the dude got the shot the ball to the hole, but it, it kind of but the ball didn't go in the hole immediately, so I had to wait ten seconds hit the ball and go, and eventually the dude walked around the where the other side of the, where the hole was, and the ball fell through it. I'm like, man, what what's going on with yeah. this? Like, <laughs> and what gets me? Exactly. Hey man, I'm loud, man. I need hey, yo, yo tiger. Hey dog, t- concentrate. Make sure uh, tiger. Let's go. <laughs> they don't let you say too much. Yeah, yeah, I heard they'll kick you out and everything if you like disruptive. And, and I'm all loud. That, Obviously, know. y'all laughing at me like, yeah, Murph. You don't think we don't think you can sit through a golf tournament? You right, and that's why I've never been to one. Like I'm, I'm talking like cell phones. You talking? You got a picture out? Yep. You click a picture and they hit that hit that. That's it. They kick you out. You like, go. You, yep. like stuff like that. You yep. know so. It's a little too many, too much rules up in there for me, man. Yeah, to be at a sporting event, you know. Right, 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 right. Then right. I can't really see the ball that good. When they hit in the air, I lose track where the balls at. Especially in this hot, like, it be the sunny. You be where that little all that. <laughs> like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's hot though. Like I was standing in one spot. It's just I, I played on a video game like I told y'all. Yeah, it's fun on video games. It's real fun. I do putt putt, but. That you know, full eighteen holes, I can do three, or maybe even the first nine. But a full eighteen hole series, nah, nah bro, not not the big homie. I'm gonna sit. Nah, nah, I'm not gonna do that. No sir, no sir. They're like, okay, Merv, man, y'all didn't get to y'all meat and potatoes. Nope, not yet. Shout out to Puma. Shout out to Puma though Hey they like Merv y'all bringing that Thunder today Y'all really? changing the game What y'all got up Y'all sleeve I told y'all yeah, Stay tuned Hey Puma making moves bro Making that comeback Ain't they Hey I ain't gonna lie I like the, I like the athletic wear I, I, I like Puma from the jump Even when it was Popping a couple years ago Like maybe when we was In high school Or something yep, like that yep, I, I like yep. the whole logo Like a tiger A lion Whatever it is I got a couple you know Puma I mean? shoes downstairs I like Puma that, uh, suede material I, I rock Puma yep. I like Puma You yep. know so I like him so I know they got a few of the athletes, the, the, the rookies, which yeah. we're going to talk about shortly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jay Z is making his name, uh, and, and Puma. He's, they, they he's, he's he's running 
the he's like the gonna be the head guy over it over yep, everything. Yep, 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 yep. So shout out to That's him. That's a good look. You know, jigger with sports and endorsements stuff like that. Come so. on, man. You know I'm on top of it. Yeah, he's actually the president. President, bro. yeah. Yep, yep, yeah. Yep, yep. So they're like, okay, Murphy, that's why we love why not sports. Yup, yep, 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 yep. I'm gonna go to NBA talk now. I know y'all been patiently waiting. Shout out to the the draftees. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about Trey Young at worst. He was gonna get drafted in the first round. We knew that. And at best, he was top five. But we called that. So shout out to us for calling that out. Yeah, I think he, like I said, we said program. He fell into a real good situation, right? Do you remember mm-hmm. ACL uh, needing a sharpshooter? In the East. In the East. You know, so he can take his game a little better. You know, have to go against all these elite guards <laughs> in the West. Even though it's great guards in the, in the East, but yeah. in the West, is talking like 14 teams that's got like a legit yeah. guard on their team, you know. <laughs> I'm laughing. Some of my lists are like Murray, but between just Kyrie and John Wall, that's enough. Yeah, you ain't lying. Them two. No, but you think about now Russell, Lillard, CP. Still, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I'm missing guy. Even a guy like young guys like Booker and uh, yeah, guy from Sacramento we were talking about just now. Aaron Fox. Fox like, yeah. The list goes on in the West. Yeah, the West stacked. You know, but the East. I think Trey Young fell into a good situation. I seen. <laughs> shout out to the Migos. They already call him Ice Trey Young already. So <laughs> oh yeah, he had ATL. Yeah, you know, Quavo and all of them. So he fell into a good situation. You know, so yeah. it works out for him. Yeah, I agree, man. So shout out to Phoenix picking up the big man DeAndre Ayton. Man, a big man coming back, man. I believe the big man Joel and B, which he talking noise like, hey, don't compare him to me. I play defense. <laughs> yeah, what do you think about Ayton? Because you know they said that. Had a little bit of a knock saying that he was he not like the what a big man now now where they can stretch out to the three yeah, point yeah, line. I mean, he got a decent range, but they they don't. I mean, I say you can't compare him right now. The dude ain't played a game yet. Let him, let him develop his game. You right. know, to get to the point because guys had like like cousins and Davis, they had to develop their game like that. You right. know, so right. get right. a guy a couple right. years to develop a game like that. You but know, you know again this. I like Mike, him though. I like that. Oh, I know. agree. I think I, man, I, I, him and Booker. Yeah, Booker too. Yeah. The West, man. I'm just saying the West. It's hard, man. Boy. It's hard. I was talking to my boy that you got to win at least 45, 50 games to get in the West. Go to the East, get you a good 35. You, you good. In you fourth seed. You good. <laughs> but that's going to get your game better. So yeah. don't be surprised. This upcoming Olympics team, uh, it might be only two in the East. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody else coming from the West just because of the talent pool. Yeah. But you have DeAndre Aiden. Number one, that's definitely like I said. I think the big man position is coming back. Mm-hmm. Marvin Bagley from Duke, and then old Luca. He got drafted from Atlanta or to Atlanta, but he ended up getting traded to go to Dallas. That's the guy from overseas, right? Yep. Yeah, I like his game. Um, you know, Dallas they like international players. I, I stack that new version of Dirk probably because Dirk yep. easily walked on the door next year. Yep. And the guy got range. He shoots. I mean, you look at him as Dirk game, man. This is. Night and day, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think they got a. I think Dallas is heading in the right direction, though. You know, they haven't been. Oh, the, they haven't been the same since they maybe that championship run. They've been going through some different, different things. They've been having. They always either they have negotiations with star players, and they always end up not getting the deal done. Right, <laughs> you right. know, or the star player walks and go take somebody else's deal. Yeah, you know. So I think they're getting the pieces back. 
it's where it need to be. Yeah, no, I agree, man. And it just, I'm just glad that now that the draft it, it, it is over, and it was a few names that made me think about some stuff. I said, okay. Shout out to the Spurs, though. I got to give my team a shout out. They got old Mr. Lonnie Walker. I like him, too. Lonnie Walker out there from Florida. Mm -hmm. University of Florida? Yeah, Gators. Okay. Yep, 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 yep. So, you know, giving them a shout out. They was messing with him because of his hair. and His hat (laughs) was sticking up. They was like, you know, but that's actually how his hair is, you know, set up. So. Yeah, give give my dog a hard stop giving my dog a hard time, man. He 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 gonna he gonna help us out. Shout out to Kawhi and Popovich. I know I'm changing it a little bit because that's what I do when it comes to my Spurs. It's just like any relationship. You're gonna have your moments where you can't stand that individual. My list is like, okay, Murph. But hey, that's what it's about, man. Communication can change the game. Heart to heart can change the outlook. It's just what it is, and I believe that happened. And Kawhi will remain the Spur. Unless you got anything else to add to that, sir. I don't think he's gonna remain a spur. Um, there we go. That's come on. I, I come on. I think. Yeah. I think. I think it's just too much that you know. Team, too much damage been done. Yeah, you know, team outburst saying why you not here. You know, you think about it during the playoffs. On the, not even playoffs in the regular season. You didn't see the guy out there. Right. Usually, when somebody hurt, he's there. Right. Guy was not there. Like, like, why you not here, bro? Like, why you right. not on the sideline or like behind the bench? You know, but maybe he was rehabbing. You know what I mean? I don't know. You know, but I think I don't think I'm gonna do a pop. I think he need to sit down with some of those guys that was saying that stuff. Talking about his teammates. Teammates. Yes. Like, I mean, I don't care. Tony Parker, one of them guys, need to sit down with. Hey, Tony, you need to just just you know, retire. So. Let, let me be. I'm just saying. I would. I would have said. I would have said something. Like yeah, that's that. one of the main guys who's basically. He's talking about You know So I think Pop ain't got nothing to do with Pop bitch you, you know I mean Who who want to not play For Pop bitch You know yeah. But I think He needs to sit down And talk to some of those guys That's on that team That was having that Little meeting about Him and called him out And all that stuff like that So Yeah You know that's why I see You know what I mean So That's how I feel about well, it we'll, we'll continue that conversation Because they like Murph We ain't even got to the Football talk Murph Y'all been getting it in Are we gonna get a D-Murph's full court press I don't know Because we getting it in y'all but I do want to talk about Michael Porter. Yeah. Mm. I, I'm going to just start it off. And I hope I'm wrong. I hope he's healthy. I really hope he's healthy. Um, definitely have shown the potential. But you guys that rock with me long enough. And those first time listeners, appreciate you rocking with me. And my dog right here next to me. But he still haven't showed me what he can do. And if you base it on what he has done slash potential, then I think I need to be uh, getting paid more than what I'm getting paid now. Because I've done a lot of great things. And I'm doing a lot of great things. And my potential is high. So can I get some of that money? <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think. And, he, you know, Michael Porter was even turning down invites to work out with teams. I, I, don't, I don't know if he's 100% healthy. You know how some people, oh, I'm not going to work out because I don't want to. I think he could be doing that to stall his his, his health. But he's it, still not 100%. And if he did, look what, look how it cost him. He could have easily been maybe top three pick, huh? Correct, but he's still a first round. First round, and he slid to a 14. 14 yep. But 
if he is healthy, that's still of a draft right there. But guess who they had another still of a draft? A guy that went to Davidson. Mm. <laughs> so I mean, on the flip side, it, it do work both both ways because now they don't have to give him that high contract either because mm-hmm. he did slip. But, if but he like do, I say, if he if he's healthy, they got him on. The Nuggets got him on. They got him on to go with Nikovich, whatever whatever guy named that power forward that, that stretch forward they got out there. Yeah, uh, they got him on. His forward is healthy. They got him on. I said the Warriors. I'm, I'm, yeah. I thought I said. Did I say he went to the Warriors? No, you said. I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember what you said. But, okay. I don't know but yeah, I know he went late. I, I'm just. I, I brought up Steph Curry because Steph Curry was another person yeah. that had, you know, some. Yeah, but he got drafted by the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, you know, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so. I said, if he's healthy, D Murph, they got him one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I said, y'all, when when I'm when I'm in my zone, man, I be having a lot of things I want to hit on, man, and just be like, man, Brunson. Mm. Villanova Villanova had Three other pe- Two or three other people Get drafted in the first round And they weren't even The captain of the team Exactly I, I was While the draft was going on I was looking for Brunson like, Yeah Where's Brunson Like and He was like the player of the year And all that was Yeah Like man come on man And didn't even get drafted In the first round Yeah So um, If you want to Stay motivated yeah, be uh be like Brunson. So yeah, Brunson was the <laughs> the captain, the player of the year for the conference, and he and two or three of his teammates were drafted higher than him, basically first round. Yeah, yeah, that just like I said, I didn't get it when it first happened. Like I, I was expecting him to be first round pick, you know. Yeah, I mean his his overall game kind of relates to the NBA to me. You know, yeah. especially a guard in the NBA, yeah. old rough, school, old school, rough, rugged yeah. type of player. Yeah. Like that's why I respect him. Yeah, you know, so I'm thinking that's what somebody's looking for. I guess they more of a need a elite three pointer, <laughs> all that stuff right, right. now. But I, I mean, I can take it from my point guard right now. If I had an NBA team, right, right, I agree. Yeah, leadership, someone that can just represent the team and represent them well. Yeah, it's a couple more draftees that come to mind. That I want to hit on It was a gentleman named Anthony Simons For those who do not know He went to prep School for one year So they classified that as Not being in high school And the Portland Trailblazers Drafted him Yep So they considered prep school like some of college Yep Look it up Anthony Simmons So that's a way to get around Come on You see why I'm getting that Changing <laughs> Y'all know, change the game Yeah instead of going To the university I can go to prep school for a year And throw my name in the draft And, and good to go picked up Yep Yep, yep. These boys are always gonna figure a way around that Come that, on bro NCAA Come on bro I'm like, A lot of people feel like the NCAA holds them back you know, yep. I don't blame them because then they be doing some foolery stuff. And, yep. You know, they don't want to pay these guys, but they want to be paid. Yeah, I get it. I'm on your side in the, the day. You know, yep. what I'm saying players, but and he was a number 24th pick, millionaire that quick. You know, so I guess the, there's loopholes in every system. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there, y'all. Again, I'm just here, man, spitting that fire, man, just so y'all can kind of get an understanding what I'm looking at and why we believe. As far as the information we're giving y'all that is just kind of just something for you guys to think about. And lastly, as far as the draft go, 
Like I said, I, I could, that could have been a whole other show by itself. But this gentleman right here was drafted by the Celtics, still in the first round, Mr. Robert Williams. He missed the team's press conference the next morning. That's not a good way to start off your career as a Boston Celtic. Well, maybe one, why, why did he miss the press conference, Murph? Uh, he overslept because mm. he now he was he partied last night and was lit. I'm just being real. He, so he missed a whole press conference. Didn't show up. Look it up, Robert Williams, Texas and them Aggies, College Station. Wow, gotta mature a little faster than that, bro. And that's the biggest moment of your life, you know. Besides getting drafted, and you know, that's the whole. That's part of the whole process: getting drafted, getting flown to the, to the stadium next day, and doing all that. Hey, <laughs> I guess he was going in too much. Hey. <laughs> yeah, then yeah, then he get a call. Yo, where you at, huh? What you talking about? I mean, I, I, what time I, is it? Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, if if I if I'm know I'm going somewhere or my you know any event, you you got to be ready. You got to be on standby. Or have people around you to let you know. Okay, we got to leave like around one thirty two, bro. We can't be here all, all night. We got to wake up next morning for the yeah, press conference. If, like. if you guys, I know, listeners, y'all been getting on me about the video, but if you see how I'm looking at Big Roy. They they knew they had a press conference. He knew he got drafted by the Celtics. Mm-hmm. That's not a good look. He might have to do some suicides. Yeah. <laughs> Bragging like, hey, from from what happened the day after the draft, yeah, you you owe us this, that, and and and, and everything else. Mm-hmm. But that's that's all I got as far as the draft, man. But yeah, that's that's not a good look, man. Them Celtics fans is gonna give him a hard time and the organization is not gonna forget that. Especially the way social media is. So you definitely got to be careful with that. And speaking of big man, shout out to DeAndre Jordan, man. Wanted to come to Houston. Come on. We're giving, if we can't get this thing worked out between Capella and Chris Paul, he'll take the home count. We'll take the home count discount for Jordan. It'd be cool with it. But I take DeAndre over Capella. I take Capella over DeAndre. Um, if I'm trying to win now, you think DeAndre will give a better chance of winning the Capella? Both horrible free throws. But yeah, I think, I'm thinking of that. Maybe because <laughs> he he from he from he from Houston. Yeah, I, 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 like I said, we can't work out things with Capella money wise. I, I think Capella's going to be wanting more money than ask people actually think. I'm thinking right now because no, he's a commodity. I had the breakout season, man. Like literally breakout season. Audrey? He deserved to get if it's 170 million, give him that 170 million. You know, but uh, like I said, things can't work out between uh, Capella and the Rockets. I know he'd come out here for two years for a hometown discount, and we saving money. Come on, LeBron or Paul George, Paul George, whoever wants to come, you know. But but at the end of the day, D- D- Murphy, I'm not pulling for LeBron because you think about we got 65 wins without him being here. Yeah, you know, so it's but like the playoffs is when it counts the most. It was, and we st- we we was up three two without LeBron. I agree. You know, and we were just one injury away, one game away, you know, for but the thing about the Rockets gave the formula out to the NBA on how to beat the Warriors now. So if you wanna go sign these six, eight dudes to build up a wall just like the Warriors got a wall over there. Uh-huh. That's what that's the formula to do and play good defense. You yeah. can you can you can, you can beat the Warriors, you know. So Yeah, they had the right they had the right team. Like yeah. you said, PJ Tucker, yeah. Ariza. They they and like you said, just 
six, seven, six, nine, six, ten, around that height. Yeah, to get to hang with those guys yep. like that, get athletic, you, you know, athletic who can switch on yep. switch exactly. on screens and stuff exactly. like that. Exactly. You know, so uh, Rockets gave you the formula how to do it. You know, what I mean, you just got to get the players in place for you now, your team to make it happen. You know. To go along with two or three superstars that can legit go off at any moment, scores, you know. But, but you said that they need superstars. Superstars, because Golden State got four. And if you don't have, you don't have two or more. You're not winning. That's Golden period. State. Obviously, they swept the freaking Cleveland Cavaliers. Well, take, take it back. If you don't have two or more superstars on any team in the NBA. You are not <laughs> going to get far in the, in the playoffs at all. I'd be surprised you make the playoffs. You know, LeBron was an exception. Yeah. Yeah, he's very much a biggest exception, you know. But like I said, if LeBron happens to come, he, I'm cool. If you don't, I mean, I'm not losing sleep over it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'm not going to say no when LeBron don't come. If you come, cool. I'm happy to celebrate. But if you don't, whatever. You know what I mean? It's the start over team we got. You know, we can happen make it break and back again. A few additions, you know. But I'm I'm, I'm, I'm east side. I don't, I don't really matter to me, man. But That's LeBron. what's up, man. Spurs always open, man. We just throwing it out there, man. I'm just again just throwing it out there, man. Hashtag go Spurs go. My list is be dogging me now, man. That Spurs going through this stuff. We should we should have got Dwight Howard. Oh my bad. Oh man, Dwight Howard. Hey Dwight, trying to go to the Celtics. Oh, he man. got traded from Charlotte to Brooklyn, and Brooklyn basically gonna buy his contract out so he can be a free agent. I ain't, really, I ain't got nothing to say about Dwight. You got nothing about Dwight? I ain't got nothing to say. Hey, man, I told y'all, Dwight had I know you multiple him, so 30 <laughs> rebound games this past season. He was on two of the top 10 best dunks of this past season. But his attitude is boo-boo. I'm just saying. I mean, but if you go to Sucks, it's death. Uh, very good look for the Celtics. What do you do? Move Al Hofer back to the four? Yeah, he comes out there. Yep. Did he play with Al Hofer when he no, was with it together in ATL? That's a good question. Ah. No, because it would have been him, Millsap, and, and Horford. Yeah, so I don't many, think, yeah, yeah, I don't think that yeah, was. Okay, yeah, okay. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, man. So you think will he, will he get in Horford way? No, nah, because Horford can stretch the floor. But Horford, he has a backup. He has a, a backup game too, like a back end game. Well, that means well, that means game. Dwight will have to be on the bench. <laughs> All right, when Dwight get on the bench, Horford, you move to the five like you normally do it. But yeah. when Dwight in there, you stretch the floor. Because you know he's gonna hang out in the paint because he ain't no stretch. Nothing. Well, you know Dwight been working on his jump shot. <laughs> I'm saying that just to be smart. But we on we on the football man. I, I know right because. I told you this basketball was a lot, man. Dwight Two working weeks. on his jump shot. I mean, he came and hit free throws. He—I don't think I've ever seen him shoot a layup. <laughs> now as we thinking about it, man, Dwight, Dwight done, Dwight done. But he's a Hall of Famer. I don't know about that. He's two-time dunk champ. Don't mean he, nothing. He, 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 his numbers are still like but again. He averaged a double double this past season. Dwight's a Hall of Famer. Yes. If Bill Walton can be a Hall of Famer in seven seasons with just a championship, Dwight' personal statistics are way better than his. I think Dwight's a Hall of Famer, kind of caliber center, man. I'm thinking, you know, 
Here I go for my list. That's why they love us. They like Merv. Bring out the guns. I know you got the stats. I, I mean, Merv. I, I mean, <laughs> I'm bringing out the stats, and you let me. I'm bringing out the stats, bro. All I'm saying is he's not a Hall of Fame player to me. You know, well, I'm, I'm about to give you the stats, and he was a defensive player of the year one time. But still, dog. Look at this. Look at this. 2016 in Atlanta, he was 13 and 12. 13, Last year, 13. 13 points, 12 rebounds. Last year, 16 points, 12 rebounds. He's averaging a double double. So, and and he's playing dang near the whole season. Look, now this is crazy. So his career, he's over a thousand games, seventeen points, thirteen rebounds a game. That's crazy. Are you telling me that's not playoff number? I mean, Hall of Fame numbers? Don't be over there shaking your head laughing at me, dog. Well, I need to see his total stats. Let me give me the total. Show me the total. I ain't got nothing to say about Dwight. Dwight to me ain't have not been the same. Caliber player since Orlando Plus since he left LA I think whatever Kobe Bryant said to him Kobe, in LA Kobe Bryant It ruined him for the rest of his career Okay and I, I'm not saying I'm you not know. saying that's not correct Even with Houston when he came to Houston He had that one year dominant year Then all of a sudden him and Harden He wanted the ball for sudden he thought he was You know MVP of the league and he wanted the ball more Moved there from LA to what he went to ACL back home. I thought he was gonna be a be, be, be all right when he go back home. No, yeah. the person goes back home, they're comfortable home where they at, you know. I agree, surrounded still didn't work environment. out. You see him on the bench more than you see him out there on the, on the court. Total you know rebounds 13,000 total rebounds, over 2,000 blocks, over 58% from the field. Okay, maybe, maybe I'm now. just saying, over 13,000 rebounds, like you said, defensive player of the year. Uh, athletic big man that again changed the game with he won multiple dunking contests. Them dunking contests don't mean nothing when it comes to Hall of Fame, but, but that's some, but as far as you can still add that yeah. as far as what he's been game able to changing. accomplish. Game changer. Thank you. That's all I'm saying, big dog. My listeners can say Merv, you what are you on? You, you ain't been right since we've heard that Dwight Howard comparison a year ago, but still I'm still saying. Look up look up another person Another, look at look at the centers or big men in the history of the NBA that's Hall of Famers. They have thirteen thousand rebounds. I mean, when I say Hall of Fame, I'm thinking maybe Hakeem, Shaq, you know, these guys of the world. But what about Dennis Rodman? And you know, I'm a huge worm fan. No, he's not a, he's not a Hall of Famer either. Well, he did make the Hall of Fame. In my book, he's not a Hall of Famer though. But, but that's what that's what I'm saying. You know, but <sighs> thank you. So my list, like, okay, Murph, we see your standpoint. That's all I'm saying. All right. Thank you. And I'll say the next NBA topic for next week's episode. White. So this football talk. I tell this what the listeners love when we talk like this because you know but we don't have to always agree. You we don't. You know, we usually we disagree on the Spurs and Rockets, but that's a, this is a <laughs> and good Dwight's topic. another one. Yeah, Dwight too. Because me, I, I just don't rock with Dwight like that. You know, but uh, a lot of people that work in in, in the social media have been getting on me like, man, why do you like Dwight? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't say he's. I ain't say he was a great person, but you cannot them numbers though, man. I guess, man. But uh, uh, right now, what's going on is the, um, on NFL Network. They're revealing 
the top 100 players of 2017 this past season. Okay. Uh, recently this week, they revealed numbers 20 through 11. Okay. So right now, they're in a peak season. And, uh, I think this uh, the errors on Monday, they revealed a top 10 to one who revealed probably who's the number one player in the field voting. Now, the players vote for each other, yeah, right? Yeah, the players voting okay. for each other. You know, so... This past week, they gave, came out the last 10. The 20 through 11 players were announced. The number one rookie voted by the players this year at number 20, Alvin Kamara. Hands down easily. The number 19 player was Everett, Everson Griffin for the Vikings. Big Ben came in at 18. The number one maybe cornerback in the NFL, Jalen Ramsey. Jacksonville. Jacksonville okay. came in at 17. Khalil Mack, 16. Gronk, 15. D. Murph. Calais Campbell, 14. Jacksonville got like that whole team on the Hunt Top Punch. I'm like, you know, right now when I've been looking at it. But, like, besides Blake Bortle, everybody else on there. You know? Probably <laughs> you know? got a job, man. Kaepernick. <laughs> I'm 13. Like, we just talked about this guy, DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. You know, he had an incredible season this year. And number 12, Luke Keekley, And number 11, Russell Wilson. Out of those top 10 guys stand out, out of those top 10 guys, which guy you think should, should have been maybe in the, deserved to be in the top 10? Me, personally, Khalil Mack. You know, if I had to take one of the people out and place him and put him in the top 10 that go with the other guys, I'd say Khalil Mack. Maybe Jalen Ramsey, but Khalil Mack, the reigning, what, defensive player of the year from a year ago, mm-hmm, I think. Mm-hmm, you know, uh, mm-hmm. He a linebacker, right? Yeah, the outside linebacker. Yep. He's probably going to be the highest played defensive player between maybe him, Clowney, and Aaron Donald. You know, so yeah. I think that I think Clear Mack is a top ten player in the NFL, man. Um, what do you think? You know, so we. I, I think, and, I, and I'm, my listeners, y'all got to rock with me. I know y'all do, but bear with me on this one. I know Big Roy. Big Roy and I, I can already see how just the mood in the room is like, no matter what you say, I, I'm going to go after you. So, I'm going I'm to I'm go on the limb and say Russell Wilson, man. Yeah, that was that was my next one. I too. feel like Russell now that he doesn't have his tight end in Jimmy Graham. He still got Baldwin. I think I think he's he he has the freedom now to basically just play his game without having to really cater to anybody. I think when he and then of course Sherman left, so I think I think this is his team. I think he want to prove to the world, including statistically, that this is his team. He gonna go out there and have fun. I mean, Russell Wilson led the league in touchdown passes, and he led the quarterbacks in rushing this past and year. And that's all I'm about to say. So you know, he's yeah, really yeah. about to. And they have no run game, maybe since Marshawn left, you know. So, yeah. I'm just so again, Russell Wilson, man. Shout to Sierra, holding, holding up, man. Always, always shout to Sierra. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, bird. You know, I gotta get a wife. I gotta get a wife. Shout outs, man. They, 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 they typically hold us down, man. On a positive way, hold us down. You know what I mean? So, I'm saying Russell Wilson, man. Yeah. Well, this week they reveal. The top 10 players in the NFL voted by the players. Um, from that list, man, we got maybe three Hall of Fame quarterbacks that are sitting in there. I'm talking Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Drew Brees is in that mix, uh, Le'Veon Bell's in that mix, it's two Rams, Aaron, Aaron Donald, mm-hmm. Todd Gurley, mm-hmm. uh, two Steelers, yeah. Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown, 
one Bronco, Vaughn Miller, and one and one more rookie, D Murph. Carson Wentz. What do you think about Carson Wentz being voted as a top ten player after missing with half of the season? I want to say half of the season because like. You miss majority of a game, Super Bowl, all that, and then your players still vote you as a top ten players. But think about it, he was on verge to win the MVP. He was. He was a definitely. He uh, was MVP definitely won it. I agree. I think he would have won the MVP when he got hurt. You know, so. But his stats wasn't. He wasn't really killing like that. He just. And I, I said that on one of the shows we did. Mm-hmm. You know, we got a lot of shows, mm-hmm. almost a hundred tracks, if not a hundred. Back when we was in the football season, I think you mentioned that a couple yeah, times. Yeah, I was like, dude, he he yeah, he's a candidate, but if you base it on the overall team success, yes, but individual stats, no. Mm-hmm. He was just a, I, I call him a control tempo quarterback. He not gonna he game, not gonna risk it. He like a they call them game managers. Yeah, game like manager. a Alex Smith. He's yeah. not gonna force too much of nothing. He's gonna play Play the game to the system, throw you know some passes. Do it. basically he's a balanced game manager quarterback, mm-hmm. and I I don't see him as any like a game breaker or some, a quarterback that can change the game. The Aaron Rodgers of the world, you know, yeah. Tom Brady give you four five hundred yards. Drew Brees, yeah, seven touchdowns. Yeah, Carson three three fifty three touchdowns. Well, you know, Carson came, he was looking like a dual threat out there, you know, with the running. So he, that one run messed him up, but he had a good air attack going. He was, you know, putting up some crazy numbers in single games, but some games you come up like, okay, what's up with this dude? Because I had him on my fantasy football team, you know. So Which we got to start prepping for <laughs> exactly. I had him on my team, so some games he was, you know, iffy. Some games he would look like he was the NFL most valuable player, mm-hmm. you know. But to be voted. As the players voted him into the top ten, I think it was kind of a reach, you know. So, if I, 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 I would, I'd take him out and replace Khalil Mack, you know, if I had to, you know. And I think too, but I was going to say this, man. It just again, we we on why not sports. This is it's about you know the good, bad, and the ugly of sports and how it impacts your everyday life. I think and believe Carson Wentz is just a people's person. He's he, he's a likable guy amongst mm-hmm. the league, like similar to how Andrew Luck was. Yeah, so I think that's how Wentz kind of got that extra push to be in the top ten because he's just a likable guy amongst his peers. Yeah, and it and, it, and it, for the players to vote a player that's injured tells you a lot. That's what I'm saying. And exactly. I look back on the whole top 100. I think Odell was voted like 80 something, and he missed the majority of the season. JJ Watt was still voted like number 79. He missed most of the season. Deshaun Watson. Was voted number fifty best player in the NFL. He missed like twelve games. I about to say, I was all on the flip side. I was gonna say, how many games did he play in the top fifty? <laughs> you know, so that just comes to say how the players think of these sort of respect to other players in the league. You know, you get injured like that, and they still think you're a top hundred player to be voted into like that. So, shout out to the players, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And yes, sir. That's my football. Man. I got the top ten next week, man. It's gonna be okay. You know. All right. Well, I want to talk about a few things then. T.O. T.O. coming back, running the 4-4 at, at, at the age of 44. He retired eight years ago, still running 4-4-3 speed. This guy giving talent right there. Uh, freak of an athlete. And, and he's still and he's and he's a Hall of Famer. Yes, he is. Should have been a Hall of Famer, but to run a 4-4-3. At 44. At 40 years old. And the guy, I watched the video too. I seen on Twitter. The guy, like he was moving. So, it, 
T.Y. ain't lost a step You know what I mean I, I think his days are playing I think nobody's gonna sign him But He look like He's like a jet still Ready for to be An NFL player right now If somebody called him He'll be ready Copy that I you agree know, If somebody called him Tell him report And then in July He'll be ready but, 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 but again The title of the show is What? Change the game. Change the game. Change the big boy at the party. Wait a minute. Yeah. See, so, so, I, and I'm glad, and I'm not, I'm not glad, but that's the show when, when we like, cause I know, I know the past, not past couple of shows, but there have been shows I'm like, did I say that? Cause my mind, I be, I get excited and my mind be going. I'm like, did I say that? Mm-hmm. And, and that's something that I want to tell, like, that's why I respect what we do. And I respect people that's been doing it for years because. This is this isn't scripted. This is actually us just having a, a, a normal conversation, passionate conversation, and we want to make sure we hit on certain things. So we kind of, or you know, if, if we feel like you know, we just want to make sure that we all on the same page. So, and I'm I'm glad we can be open and honest. Like, did I say that? Or or look out for each other if one person like the A Rod, Derek Jeter. That's what humans do. So I, I just think people, after a while, once they reach a certain level, they kind of forget, like you know, you are a human. Yeah. Like they expect you know perfection, but um, so I almost lost my train of thought. See, my was my point. But To running a four four, if his personality or he was that team player. And, and that, and just the face, and, and the, uh, no, not the face, but being respected amongst his peers, he he'd be in the league. In 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 a nutshell. And then I'm gonna talk about your Steelers. So what's up with Le'Veon Bell? I don't know why you're trying to dodge it, but <laughs> I, I'm just saying, Le'Veon Bell. I want you know, I left it alone for about a month and a half. Yeah, I'm man. So, so I'm gonna like... bring it back up because we ain't talked about it. So I said. Let me see, and I let, and that's why I had to check my notes to make sure. Like we ain't spoke on the Steelers, you spoke on Big Ben in the top twenty, but you didn't speak on nothing else. So, what is your take on Le'Veon? Just like yo, I'ma just, I'ma just chill out until I get my money. That's what he's gonna do. Like what you said, he's gonna chill out. I, I don't expect nothing to happen. Uh, to me, if it don't happen by the end of July, you have to wait again to the end of the season. But he's, he's talking about retiring, though. Okay. I want somebody <laughs> to tell me somebody that's going to walk away from $14.5 million and retire. You tell me. Let me know who that person is. So, I think it's, I think he's blowing smoke. He's not from retire. He's not from leave $14 million on the table and walk away and say, I give up football. If he does that, <laughs> hey, I guess he, his his game, his my mentality is a little different from what I thought it was. But... Uh, it, it has been a movement in that contract situation right now, so uh, just wait and see, man. I guess I, he's not going to show up in the end of July for training camp for reporting camp. He's probably going to miss whole training camp. We're not going to see Le'Veon again probably until September. Well, they heard it from uh, the yeah. number one Steelers fan in the world. Yeah, so it's kind of it's sad. I'm trying to talk about it. <laughs> And I'm laughing because that's like with me and the Spurs, man. And I've said this. I'm probably say this until they figure out what they're gonna do with quiet. I'm getting the emails. I'm getting the phone calls. I'm getting the text messages. I'm getting people I work with, like people I constantly like. Murph, you good? Murph, how you feeling? I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. So yeah. I feel your pain, big dog. So that's why I said it's been a while. We ain't spoke on it for the respect that I have for you. 
I felt like today we had to bring it up because you ain't spoke on. Yeah, and the guy that asking for almost fifteen million a year, man, and I, and I just can't see somebody doing that. I, somebody gonna pay him that. Somebody will, man, but that's that's a lot. That's a lot, you know. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll Copy see. that, big dog. So that's it for football. Yes, sir. Dude, that, that's it. Well, man, we're going to give y'all one Demers full court press in and we're going to be out. So, hey, y'all, we'll be back with everybody's favorite segment, Demers full court press. Yo, what up, Why Not Sports fans? It's your boy, AG, the genius child, man. And this right here is your favorite segment. We've been saving the best for last. We talking about the full court press. Yep, we're talking about D-Murph's full court press, y'all. It's not just the half court press. It's not just the half court trap. You got questions about Murph being a husband, father, leader, entrepreneur, whatever, and does sports. I can't guarantee he'll answer them all, but ask anyway. The ball is in your court. All right, listeners. Hey, y'all, we are back with D-Merce Full Court Press. Thank y'all for submitting the questions. You can email me at itsdmurph at yahoo.com, itsdmurph at yahoo.com, Twitter or IG at itsdmurph, or my dog right next to me. Hit him up on his social media handle. So, but yeah, y'all can also use the hashtag DMFCP, which is the first letter of D-Merce Full court press. All right, y'all. So this question we got, and it, man, this this was a very good question, and I'm, I never even thought about it. Even you know, even living out here as long not as long as I have, but five years and living in Houston. Big Roy and D Murph. I'm looking to come to Houston for the first time. Where would you recommend me going? So before you answer, or before I answer, I was thinking, do you have a family? Are you young? Yeah. You know, I, you know it's, it's, very vital questions for me. Exactly, to exactly. For me to give you an answer to. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Because I know uh, we have a few people looking to come to Houston. As you know, we got some events that weekend that we both will be busy. We got uh, my wife's, her friend. She's uh, having her. I'm not going to tell her age because if she hears this, she's going to whoop me. So she's having her birthday party and we're going to be hosting that weekend. And of course, Deshaun, you know, he want to come out. He like Merv. The more you talk about it when I'm coming down. So he asked that question. Mm-hmm. And I told him, Big Roy, that dude, you know, Big Roy is a social butterfly, believe it or not, when it comes to the outside of the crib for me. You know what I'm saying? Me, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm washed, but I don't go out like I once did. So if I'm one of looking to go anywhere or bring it, uh, to someone bringing someone to a dope event, I'm definitely gonna hit up you, big dog. But um, I, I guess for me, if you have a family, of course you got the Houston Zoo, you got museums, you got, I mean, great food. If you like steak, if you like, I mean, it's just so much. But just just in general, I would say just just, just hit up the NRG, check the old Astrodome, just to look at that's history. That's what I'm looking at. If, mm-hmm. if you get from a sports aspect. Checking out the Toyota Center, uh, Minute Maid Park. But as far as like tourist attractions, we got the We Love Houston sign. That's off I-10. I mean, the list can go on and on. That's a whole other show in itself because we didn't get more uh, details on 
you know, the the person, if, like I said, are they single? Are they looking about the nightlife? Are they artsy? Music? You know, it's just so many things. But I, I would just say, uh, yeah, basically everything I said. If you're single, you know, that's where my dog come in at. But as far as the family, man, it's a lot of things. Um, a lot of water parks. Yeah. A lot of water parks. Typhoon, Texas. The uh, other one is uh, off of 45. What's the name of that one? Splash Town. Splash Town. Yep, yep, got the yep. Aquari- aquarium downtown. Yep, 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 yep. I mean, there's a reason why Houston is the fourth largest city. Oh, uh, yes, sir. So, you know. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But yeah, that's that's all I can really say. And there's plenty of food. Yeah, like I say, it, de- like, it depends on what you're looking for. You're looking for food, adventures, family. There's different things you could try. But if you're looking for like social life, um, I'm just gonna really start with food. You're looking for food, great food places like the Galleria has wonderful places over there. The great malls, great malls. <laughs> you know, yeah. come with your money over there. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, like I had the name, like your name, like Maestros. Maestros. It's, it's it's owned by the Rockets owner. He's in mm-hmm. a it's owned by the Galleria. Great steakhouse, Gamacacha. Great Brazilian steakhouse. Hey. You're off of Westheimer. So hey, it's a lot. It's a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, man. There's a lot of great little places, you know, social life. You know, I like to see, I like, I like the vibe of the Central City area. You know, mm-hmm. they got the little mm-hmm. water, little area over there where you the nightlife. And they hit nighttime, it's beautiful over there. Mm-hmm. Nice little, nice little lounges, sushi bars, Spanish restaurants, you know, everything, ice cream shops. It's good yeah. for the kids, or if you want to take like a date or whatever you, right. you want to do out there, it's a good little vibe out there. Midtown. Yeah. You know, Washington Avenue. If you want to go out there and have a good time, and you know, really have a good time, that's that's everything you need on Washington Avenue. So, Houston has its different spots. And the thing about Houston, it's things do everywhere. Don't ever come out here somebody bored. You, if I hear somebody say you're bored, you yeah, know, just that's, that's no you. matter what side of town you at, that's you. You know, yep, yep, that's <laughs> so, facts. That's real. But I mean, Houston, I mean, shoot the kids and the family out now. Is that? <laughs> I'm like. And then, then we not even spoke on stuff like the Woodlands. That's a totally different world out there. Yeah, Conroe, if you, you like know, water, man, that's like totally Fishing. different world out there. That's a whole nother <laughs> you know. So <laughs> yeah, that's real. That stuff is. We can go on for a whole show yep, about what yep, we can yep, do. Yep, but yep, that yep. just. But that was a good question, though. It definitely yeah. gives us more to think about, and, and, and at least for me, it, it's good that my family, like you said, man, they not bored. Man. Yeah, yeah, man, I can't. I don't get. I know. I don't never. You never see me say I'm bored. You know, because I always can find somewhere to go. Yeah, and speaking of, they at the mall shopping for more clothes for them boys would you know? like the beach is like 45 minutes away you want to go hang around some water at Galveston mm-hmm. or Surfside you know mm-hmm. what I mean but you can go hang out some water in 45 minutes from a drive from here you know yep. so yep yep very convenient out here yeah, but real good question though I hopefully hopefully we answered mm-hmm. you know your question if you want to definitely re-ask and give us more details of your personal you know situation or your personal Interest, yeah, we'll definitely attack that as well. So just keep us in the loop. Uh, thank you for submitting that question. But that's all the time we have for uh, for the for Demer Full Court Press. Like I said, I, I you know I got some things I got to do before wifey and the kids get back. So yeah, and then of course my dog, everybody's dog, he got things he got to do as well. But as we said, episode eighty five changed the game. Just. You know, you can change the game by just being yourself, being open and honest, just like I said. You know, it might be times I might have a a, a, a moment to where I, you know, someone might say, "Man, Murph, you just man, you going in so much that yeah, I, I did forget if I said that or not." Because one, I don't like to repeat myself, and two, I know y'all chiming in, and I don't want to, you know, play the play you guys as if as if I've never said it or as if I did. So I'm just being open and honest with myself. 
and I believe that's what continues to help the brand grow. Also, picking up each other, me and Big Roy do a huge job at that, and we've getting we've received a lot of positive responses on that's changing the game. Like, man, we can tell y'all really vibe off each other. You not calling him out or making him look like he don't know what he's talking about. And again, we're open and honest with what we bring to the table. And also changing the game is knowing your talent. If, if God or your vision or your gift, whatever you believe is for you, it's going to change the game. This Why Not Sports movement, this Why Not Sports fan base, and Big Roy, he can tell you. That's why he here every week unless he's doing something that, you know, that he got to do. But he's here. We're not going nowhere. This movement is huge. The invitations, the events, the support is really becoming unreal. But it takes people like you to tell a friend, to tell a friend who rock with us through our good, bad, and even the moments we had when we was talking about Dwight Howard or the Rockets or the Spurs. And we, we, we don't agree all the time when it comes to certain topics. But at the end of the day, we respect each other. And, and appreciate what each other bring. And the last thing that I have about change the game. Don't be afraid to be different. Then, and I've named the the young lady Corey uh, uh, Corey Goff, and then uh, Brooks Copa, as far as winning the second uh, his second consecutive U.S. Open. Then the gentleman, the the first African American rugby ca- uh, rugby captain, and then Hardy. Like, man, yeah, I, I just don't want to be known as a football player. I want to be known for knocking boys out on UFC. It, it fits. Mm-hmm. Changing the game sometimes can be your outlet to keep going to bigger and better things. So, again, thank y'all for allowing Why Not Sports time to just talk with y'all and give y'all things to look it up. The 7-foot, 12-year-old. Now, he changing the game. That's a game changer. Like, even if he not talented, you cannot teach Hype, you cannot teach his presence, coordination, not people can develop that genetically. If it's what God wants you to be, you can't teach that because obviously that's what the creator created you to be. So, change the game, man. Just do what you do, love it, change the game because the world definitely is in need of it. Man, there we go. But, big dog, man, birthday shout outs. Uh, I know birthday shout outs, but um. No, I don't have no birthday shout out. I don't think not this week. But okay, uh, follow me on IG, Snapchat, Worldboy underscore two five. That's R O underscore two five. R excuse me, Roy Roboy underscore two five on Snapchat and IG. There you go. And uh, Twitter at Turned Up Row. Follow for follow. Turn up row. Turned up row. Y'all heard my dog. Make sure y'all follow me. And thank y'all for rocking with me. Again, I'm going to continue to tell y'all that, man. This is huge. Just the growth of the uh, of the podcast, of the brand, of people just genuinely giving me nuggets and supports. Like I said, check my IG out. Dope gentleman and Mr. Pierre, Senor Matt Flores, two dope speakers traveling the world, giving me just some of the game so I can help change the game in my realm and in the realm of just speaking as a whole. So I'm definitely humbled, man, for the opportunities. And whatever I can share, of course, I'm going to share with you guys. Of course, keep my dog in line with what I have up next. So uh, find me personally on Twitter and IG at Itsdmurf. 
You can also hit me up on email. It's dmurf at yahoo.com. You can find the show on most major platforms, including iHeartRadio and Spotify. I think I'm in trouble because if you heard what I heard, I heard the garage door open. <laughs> so I'm still in here recording. So uh, I love y'all. Uh, I will. I should be back. <laughs> Stop laughing at me. Tom. I should be back next week. <laughs> until next time. Until next week. And I'm saluting. Keep grinding. Keep the faith. Keep on Oh,